Let me ask you a direct question. Under the circumstances in your heart, aren't you basically very pessimistic about the future for the Negro in the United States? No. No? No. I'm not a pessimist. People are starving and dying and growing bitter and, and turning into madmen and going into narcotic ward every day in those ghettos all over the country. I say top gun, shotgun, no one and no someone. Yeah. I say top gun, shotgun, no one and no someone. I woke up and loaded my gun. They try to keep us in the slum. I woke up and loaded my gun. They politicking, who really making the decisions and pulling the strings? I'm medicating myself while making a shame. The judge in my jeans, if I don't make it, will you still love me? The world say we equal, why you lie to me? If I don't make it, will you still love me? The world say we equal, why you gotta lie to me? Hey, you make me feel empty, but I won't blow my brain, child. This is DJ Blake, and my next guest is all about black empowerment and being free. And if there's one thing you should take away from this music, it's that it's important to be your own unique self. Introducing Dwayne Jackson. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Dwayne Jackson. Yes, sir. Woo! Dwayne Jackson! That was a beautiful intro. Thank you. Thank you. So, when I think of you, I think of... It's weird, too, because from Seattle, you don't really see a lot of like edgy black people, but when I think of you, it's cool though. It's definitely cool, but I think yeah. of you as an edgy black guy. I'm very edgy. <laughs> but not dope. but not like in like a corny way, but just more in a, like in a way of I just try to push the boundaries to where like people that look like us haven't really seen. Yeah. And I want to do it in a beautiful, sexy, edgy, you know, activist way. Yeah. Know? So it's can it can be confusing, but to me it's like the most beautiful thing. Mhm. So, yeah. How do you describe your music? Because I've listened to your music and it's dope because it's actually like all over the board. Yeah, it's a bit. I mean, I don't really. 
I don't like to describe it, but if anything, I would just say it's it's hip hop and it's rock music and it's yeah. you know it's alternative. But it you know it's it has taste because yeah. I know that can come off to people and be like, oh, like rock and rap together, like whatever you're corny. But no, <laughs> like if you do it in a way to that's that's genuine and it's real, I think it can come off in a real powerful way. So that's what we're trying to yeah, you know music sure. we're trying to bring. Yeah, you kind of give me like an Anderson Park type vibe when dude, you first I mean, started out. Dude, he's fucking he's a man, yeah. and he does it, he does it all literally. Yeah. He does everything, and people love him. So if yeah. we can if we can hop into anything, you know. Especially with connecting with the people the way he does, I would love to do that. Right, yeah. for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw him because he was making music beforehand, but once he got connected with Doctor Dre, oh, it was that over. Because the talent, over. he's so damn talented. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> so so good, bro. But yeah, when yeah. I listen to your music, you said this like your one of your first times in Seattle. It's or? my first time. What? Yeah, bro. And dude. I'm fucking excited as hell about it. Oh my gosh, I love it, man. All my heroes are from here, and. You know, I've been I've been reading about this place for the past two and a half years, three years, and yeah. to be here, have a show here, you know, be it's it's amazing. You kind of seem amazing. like you already fit in here, though, for real. Dude, Dude, I don't know, man. It's like I I think we I think we'll create something really good here, but it's it's my first time here, but it feels damn good, you know. Maybe just because I've been like hearing about it and reading yeah. about it for so long, I feel kind of like I know what's going yeah. on a little bit. Yeah, it's weird because living in an, in an area mm-hmm. you don't really see it as like a tourist attraction if you've grown up in that area I understand but yeah. then when like i hear other people talk about seattle i'm like yeah i see that now do you, you know? do you fuck with seattle yeah like, personally like um it was weird because growing up the first like what i wanted to do was like move out of seattle that was like the main thing i wanted yeah. to do like i made sure like i went on these like historical black college tours okay like you know like all the way up to like alabama like as far uh, as ways i can get yeah. from because i just grew up here my entire life and then once i graduated from high school i was like i'd actually like step back and like look at seattle for what it is and i was like this is a beautiful place it is you know and there's when if you can literally find any type of click here in seattle it just okay all you have to do is look for it Respect. you know like doing every aspect of life, bro. Yeah, that's, that's like true. the realest shit. All you have to do is look, and it's there. Like anything you want. Yeah, <laughs> so real, bro. It's awesome because so even if you're like, especially if you're passionate about something, mm-hmm. that's how like no matter what you're passionate about, you can connect with people because you're passionate. Like, yeah, that's how like NBA players end up making music or like being in a music video with like a rapper or yeah. anything like that. Like 100%. as long as you're passionate and like true to yourself. Yeah, people will feel it. Yeah, people will feel it, man. That's how we've been able to connect. On this on this whole run, it's like uh, this tour. I wasn't even supposed to be on this tour. What? I, I got added to it late. Um, but ever since show one, it's been we've been connecting every night in a, in a major way, man. And I think it's because they see it and they they feel like what's real and they believe the words. And you know, it's not coming off as like a gimmick or anything right. like that. You know, so just connecting is the most important, bro. Right. Anywhere you go, any city, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you as a person, you don't seem like a gimmick either. Like, you seem nah, like you're truly all, to yourself. Yeah, 100%, man. But it's like, if, if, if you come out in a way that's... It's not like you're making your own lane or you're being creative in a way that's not normal. People mm. can see it as like, oh, like that's weird or that's yeah. edgy. You know, or yeah. maybe see edgy as a bad word. And it's not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I, I'm on the edge. Like, yeah, I'm living my shit on the edge. Some people don't do that. That yeah. may make you feel uncomfortable. But for me, that mm. makes me feel so alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's crazy, bro. What's the point of being normal, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's just like, fuck it. Are there artists <laughs> in the industry that made you realize you can be your own self and be edgy? Or was it just something that came naturally? I mean, honestly, it came naturally because I've always just growing up, especially I'm from, I'm from Texas. So it's just like, you know, some of the gimmicks and things yeah. you hear about Texas is still very true. Yeehaw. And, uh, yeah, exactly. 
when you say yeehaw, that could mean so many things, especially what? the people from Houston. It's like that could mean I might get in a bad situation. Oh, no. That could mean like in the hood, it's horses, you know what I'm saying, yeah. which, which it is. And it's just like, but growing up in Texas, it was just, I, you know, from high school, I was in the suburbs. So I got to see like a lot of different stuff than my yeah. family. And that's actually living in the suburbs for the rest of my high school. That's why I actually really got into music. Right. So it's like I could have stayed like with my dad and all that, but like going in like living in the suburb that's why I found music found myself and then I just like kind of branched out into my own thing but then seeing artists like Gambino mm-hmm. um, a lot of the older artists too I'm really into you know like mm-hmm. Hendrix and like you know it's like such great rock music from Seattle I, yeah. I, I can speak on every Seattle band I'm more connected to that vibe yeah. you know what I'm saying and that made me I'm like I connect with this music like why should I I should be able to sing like them you know what I'm saying be yeah. able to voice my opinion like they do like they do and just kind of brought my own you know energy and my own life to it yeah. so yeah dude that's so have you met Gambino yet? hell no what dude you nah. literally seem like you and Black Party and him would get along so dude, well I, I believe that too but it's like the thing is I'm just kind of getting on the scene yeah. and people are just kind of starting to understand but I've seen Gambino live I love him. I'm I'm gonna put it out into the world that we'll be friends by 2021 or yeah. something like that. You know, I'll say that. But I got a lot of work to do. Dude, yeah. At least yeah. you're passionate. You have to be passionate and humble. Because if you're 100%. passionate and just think you're the shit, then it's, nothing's really gonna fall in your nah. life. I only think I'm the shit when I'm on stage. Hey. Because you got to be confident. Yeah. You got to like you know project that energy that you want people to feel. But other than that, I'm you know very receptive and you know energy reserving and you know very open to whatever anybody got to say. But I feel right. like Gambino, he's just Man, he does hey, it. He does it. Shit. He does it all, bro. And he like when you think he's gonna do something, he does something else. And yeah. I kind of live by that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like I'll walk out on stage in a fur coat one day, then the next day I walk out in a dress. You know, hey. and I'm just like, like young this is, yes, <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, this is me. Like you know what I'm saying. And it's black and it's sexy and it's, yeah. beautiful, it's beautiful to me. So yeah. yeah what bro. crowd do you associate with the most? I mean, my stories and my storytelling is, and people, I've well. The people that I've been performing in front of the past two years have been young white kids. Uh, they have been. And I have no shame in that. I, they yeah, connect with me and yeah. I connect with them. It's beautiful and they're very open. Like, my mind has always been, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people can be a little bit behind on that. But my stories and my storytelling, who I am and my, my heritage, clearly, you know, it's very black. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, like, if you were to come to the show or any of your homies were to come to the show tonight, they would see that it's a message of, like, right. love yourself and, like, <laughs> activists, like, all that while maybe even more other things, you know what I'm saying? But who I've been able to perform in front of lately has been a lot of white kids. And, right. and I'm not, like, scared of that. You know, right. that if that's who's connecting with me right now, I'm totally down for mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, but I'm I'm open to everybody. Right. I'm down for everybody to love it. I think it's a, a universal story. Right. Yeah. But when you make your music, is there anyone you're specifically trying to reach? Or are you still... Man, open? I mean, I'm still at the point of, like, making music for myself, you know? Right. And, like, and telling my story and stories that I see, you know? It's, like I said, it's a very, it's very like, black stories. Yeah. So when I, when I, when I rap and when, I, when, I'm, when I'm writing, when I'm singing, or when I'm in the studio, I'm, I'm speaking on things that I'm seeing. And mm-hmm. things that I'm seeing is, like, pain and people like Trump and people yeah. like, you know, us still getting, right. you know, boxed in and us still dying. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's that, but it's, like, I've been performing in front of these certain type of kids because those right. are the tours that I hop on. That makes yeah, sense, yeah. But it's like, it's a very universal thing. It's... But it's very black, though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I have no shame in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... My story is very that. It's weird, though, that, like, that's how we have to describe things right now. Like, that's very white. That's very black. It, and that's it's weird. It, it is weird. It's like, man, even having a conversation with my mom, like, not to get so personal, but it's like, <laughs> I grew up in a very, 
um, religious. Yeah. And, you know, I got eight brothers and sisters. What like, the- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, a stepdaddy, a stepmom. And it's like, yeah. I, I'm the second to the oldest. And, and my mom is just like questioning me because I've been wearing what I'm wearing. Like, yeah. we're having like full blown conversations. She's mm-hmm. just like, what is this about? And I'm like, it's about love. Like, right. it's about peace. It's about freedom. Because we're still not free to me. Mm-hmm. And t- that's what I want to like project like project my energy to be like yo be completely free yeah and it's just like my mom's like why are you doing that what is that i'm just like it's about freedom mm-hmm. clearly you're still in the mind of like in my friends fam whoever like they're still in the mind of like chains mm-hmm. white black yeah no matter you know what i'm saying just being like oh, you, you can't do that yeah like yes i can yeah i can do whatever i want yeah. like so is texas more like is, are they not really open-minded hell no right no not That's at weird. all bro even like in houston's great but like Bro, no. <laughs> like, when I came to L.A., I was, like, 20 and 19. Like, I was seeing, and I was like, oh, man, these people are, like, together. Yeah. You know, everybody's together. Like, and it's not perfect. No, but I'm just saying, it no was more perfect. diversity than I than I yeah. had ever seen in Houston. Right. Yeah. What's the diversity in Houston? Is it all white, all black? Is I mean, it's, like, certain, like, like I said, I, I, high school for me was in the suburbs. So it was, like, a lot of, like, Latino, like, a lot of black, a lot of white, mo- mostly white. But then you go out in Houston, it's just, like, very different. Yeah. Very, very different. But it's like me, I grew up in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up in this, this this place called Spring. So it was like a little bit outside of Houston. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like more, mostly white, black, and Latino. Yeah. yeah. I relate with you on that, though. I was literally like one of the five black kids that graduated from my class. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was a class. That can do something to you. It was like a class of 400 something. Oh, so that's a little smaller. See, my class was like. We had a lot of kids. It was like a five A. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Oh with like shit, we're like two. Or we're two. <laughs> so that, but that can do something to your mental. Yeah. That can do something to how you, how you, who you surround yourself with, and how you kind of live. Yeah, bro. you know what I'm saying. So coming to LA at 19, I was like, oh shit, like, yo. And then you, when you, and then if you're always open to growth, mm-hmm. like you, if you're always open to whatever, you're like, you're gonna change. You're yeah. not gonna stay the same. Yeah. You shouldn't. And that's like that's how we've been connected with the kids every night too, because. I was on tour last year, and I'll see kids, and they have different hair, mm-hmm. different. They look different. They maybe transitioning between something else. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, you should be changing. You shouldn't want to stay yeah. the same. You know what I'm saying? And that scares people. You right. know when you change, but fuck that. What is <laughs> oh, that? Like, is that weird? That because that's for like if you think about it, when it comes down to like any artist, really, if you yeah. look at the age range, unless you're like Jay Z, mm-hmm. the age range is usually like early teens to yeah. early 20s yeah but then when you're actually like doing business deals and stuff like that you're interacting with like adults 100 how does that affect you though like isn't that weird that you're so you're you're giving all these ideas to like these adults and management and all that mm-hmm. but then who's actually receiving all the like after effects is it's, like these the youth yeah exactly but that's and that's a, that's such a great question too bro because like for for me, like I said, I'm just kind of hopping on the scene, and people are just starting to understand it. So we're just starting to have meetings with labels, and just starting right. to have people coming to the shows and be like, "Yo, let's get down and all that stuff," which is great. Mm-hmm. But of course, those people are older. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And some people, it can be it can be scary. Even for management, like we have talks all the time to where like, oh, like don't do that, or like I'm just like, oh, but I have to. Like, yeah. And I get where they're coming from because mm-hmm. they're older and they're just like, you know, they they've lived a little bit longer and maybe even wiser than me but it's like as an artist who I know who I'm connecting with I know they're going to connect with what I'm doing Yeah, you know what I'm saying so you just got to find a balance of having a great team and having smart people around you to be able when you got to have those talks with people trust yourself trust your team you know what I'm saying and like you know be wise enough to at least have a fucking conversation with them but connecting with your like your art and connecting with the audience like you know what they want 
That's you know true. what I'm saying? You know it's going to connect, so it's like you don't have to feel weird about it and shit mm-hmm. like that. It's like it's no need to. Right. And they need they don't and sometimes they don't even know what they want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They need they need to see you do something. Especially if you're a new artist. Especially if you're new. Exactly. Expect. It's like you don't know each other, but it's like once you do something they connect with, it's like just ride it, man. Yeah. Just like just stay true to yourself. And the thing about having young fans too, and the music that I make, which I consider it to be a little it's a little mature mm-hmm. so it's like these kids are gonna grow with me mm-hmm. like they're not gonna be my fans for like a year and be like oh he was like part of this trend it's like we're making a thing that can hopefully like last right so the kids are gonna you know be alone for the ride for that a while sense. yeah yeah what do you think the importance of using your actual name as like your stage name versus being like a little Dwayne or a it's little so tight yeah. so so tight and the thing is too like next year we're dropping the Jackson even so it's just gonna be more like a band and just more like a Dwayne. Oh, um, wow. So, but it's so much power in that to me, bro. And and then just I've always just been so myself and so real with what I'm talking about. I, you know, yeah. all my songs are very about me and about what's around me. It's never mm-hmm. been about like you know a lot of a lot of artists lie, and yeah. I get it because it does like it's a, it can be a good song when you're telling somebody else's story. Mm-hmm. But that's why having my name, you know, Dwayne, and then talking about what I'm talking about right. which is you know my my life right. it works out you said you grew up in the church and like you have like mm-hmm. a, a song or two about the ch- what was that mu- music video where you were in the church family tree yeah that yeah. song was filthy. I got a call next day my mom was just like why were you cussing at church and yeah. she was like I, I love the song though. I love the video <laughs> but yeah how does that very real yeah, yeah that's actually real. a dope I like that hell yeah thank you how does it affect you though that you're you are like a rapper but you grew up in like the church and like you're cussing and stuff so you're not really a you you have like church undertones, but yeah. you're not like a Christian rapper. Of course not. Yeah, no. I mean, with no no shame, yeah. Christian rappers like clearly. Of course like, not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, nah. Um, but the thing is, it helps me like stay grounded and be able to just talk about stuff because like mm. I see what they're doing and I see how I grew up in the church and and what it did for me and it was really good. But I don't connect with everything that yeah. they do you know what i'm saying so but the thing about the church for me that was powerful was that's why i started singing mm. like most artists do yeah. <laughs> you know, i started singing there I, I learned how to kind of a little bit perform and yeah. um and get in front of people you know so that and, and also getting the word too you know and like right. having like a little like grounded and being like okay yeah but once i start to grow up i just kind of you know what I'm saying? Like, is it corny to you? Or? It's not corny, but it's just, it's such a corrupt thing and it yeah. hasn't been fixed. And I just yeah. don't dig that. Mm-hmm. So when I go back home now and my my family and they're going to church and I go and I'm, I find myself just people watching and I don't yeah. dig that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I loved growing up in the church and it was great for me and it was most, mostly great for my family. But when I go back now, I'm just like, mm. Mm. I have my own relationship and I have my own type of spiritual thing, you know, right. and it's maybe it's not so based in that anymore. Yeah. You what, know? what is that for you? Because like, I like to say like the universe versus God, because I like to generalize things. Mm-hmm. I understand. So I think God falls under the universe, but I'm That's not, fair. I'm not like, I'm, it's not like I'm praying to God every night. Or but see, like the that. thing about with me, bro, like, and I guess since we're on this, like, I still, I still do believe in God. Right. I still do believe in God, and I still pray, and I, I'm heavily on meditation, mm-hmm. and I kind of put it all together. Right. You know to be, I don't. Do I have? I don't know to mm-hmm. be all the way honest. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like. Mm. <laughs> you know, right. I'm not sure, but it's like I was, I was so like based in that when I was growing up. So I still right. have that faith. Right. But I think that's also what's helped me be here and what's also helped me like keep going because i'm just like i believe like you know i've just always been taught to have faith right and maybe if that's the one thing i took from growing up in church 
I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, but is like church like brainwashed washing it away? See, that, I don't have all the knowledge. Right, on it, that's bro. fair. But like, you know in your but like that's a good question because that's why and that's why I was saying when I go back now, mm-hmm. I just kind of be like, yeah, like, mm, like get out. And my thing is more like get out and and learn. Yeah, more about yourself. You yeah. know, and more about because like that's somebody else's. See, that's exactly. It's another man being like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I know my mom's going to get mad when she hears this, but it's like, that's somebody else's thing. Yeah. And that, we can't trust another man. Yeah. We can't, you know, you can't even like, you know, we have heroes and shit and that's fucked up. It's like, but you see what happens when you put your trust in somebody else. Should have hurt yourself. (laughs) Dude, that makes sense. So, Yeah. I guess that's kind of how I feel. I, I feel the like, same way, though. It's real. Like, you know, it's like you got to get out and kind of fend for yourself, learn for yourself. And if right. you go back to it and you still feel away, do that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, that's how I feel about meditation. That's how I feel about praying when I wake up and stuff like that. Like, that's more at peace with me. Right. But some people need to go and have that service, which I respect. Right. So. What are your opinions on the word whitewashed? I mean, come on. <laughs> A lot of opinions. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like- I mean, it's. I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, only because, like, I've stepped back and, like, after school, did some learning. Yeah. But, like, in school, in Texas, in the textbooks, yeah. what did we learn about us? Right. Not much. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel a lot of ways about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a lot of lies. And then that makes me think about, damn, a thousand years ago, what was they lying about? And before them, who told that tale? And then they told us and mm-hmm. the people before us. Like, it's yes, yeah, right. I think it lies down a long time ago and that's kind of fucked up to me right so i think if anything we should just be telling ourselves our own truth and just like really going to find the history Mm -hmm. that we can find that not necessarily looks like us or looks black but just like just the truth alone Mm -hmm. yeah and it wasn't a lot of that being taught right like one last thing about religion because i know this is like difficult for some people oh no it's all good but i don't mind it i I like these yeah i've been trying to have one with my family more i'm like don't feel weird like let's talk about it yeah like, a religion sometimes falls falls into politics if you talk to, like, a yeah. family about that stuff. Yeah, it does. So, aliens. <laughs> Do because I, when you talk to, like, some people who are really, like, ministers or anything like that, yeah. be, people would be like, what the heck? No, there's no way aliens are real. Yeah. How, because your views are, like, you're, like, I feel like your views are kind of, like, a melting pot type thing. So, you do believe in yeah. God. But I'm a whole melting pot myself, and yeah. I have no shame in saying that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But, like, oh, as far as aliens... I don't. I don't have enough information on it. Hey. Like I've been in conversations with my band, and like they're really into it. Like I was adopted and everything. Yeah, but. yeah, and like being like, yo, like I've seen that, and I. But like when I hear that, it makes me squirmy, yeah. and I think that's maybe because there's a part of me that's like, fuck. Yeah. M- maybe. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I stand at. It. Have I had any contact or nothing like that? I haven't. But it's like when they talk about how close it was to them, and I'm just like, oh, and I think that's because. Maybe a little bit inside of me. Right. I'm like, fuck. Right. They might be out here checking us out. Right. So, that makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> so, what made you decide to form a band? Because you don't really see that a lot. Like, if, it's, if you're going to be an art rapper or anything mm-hmm. like that. But see, I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with you calling me a rapper, but I right, feel like right, it's more of like. Just like an artist type stuff, like just because like, like just what I'm too. blending and stuff like that, which but it's totally fine. There's no shade. Mm. Kendrick's honestly the goat to me, and like I think he's the best artist out. So like, <sighs> I, you know, I love rap music, but the thing about the band thing is just like that's what felt more natural to me. Yeah, and more the people that I look up to, like, and I love that. I just love 
having people up on stage with me because I consider myself to be like a very entertainer, but like I couldn't do that with a DJ behind me. Mm. And also, the last time I had a DJ, it felt so whack. And I was like, I want a band. I want a band. And once I was able to put a few pieces of that together, best feeling in the world. Right. You know, I got two of my best friends up on stage with me. And I'm getting to rock the stage. It's yeah. nothing better that better yeah. than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I love, you know, just having my boy playing guitar and my homie drumming. And I'm just, like, doing whatever the fuck I'm doing up there. Like, it's... That's like heaven to me, yeah. bro. I love that shit. So the the band thing is just it just felt more natural and yeah. felt more like a progression to me. Yeah. To to me personally. So yeah. Something about live music really speaks to people too. Oh uh, bro, you know? yeah. I mean that's the thing and too. Actual instruments. Like, actual instrument instruments and you're like you get in you're performing for kids who like they may act like they don't know, but they know what a good song is. And they'll fucking clown you on the internet if you was like on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So if I got up there and I was like cutting up with me and my DJ Maybe I wouldn't be on this tour or like being able to be on these rock tours, you know what I'm saying? I feel like and and having the band helps me kind of get more into that, which I'm uh, I think that's a lane that I'm trying to really, you know, see about. Right. So, yeah, yeah. What is the music scene for you growing up in Texas like? Man, I mean, you know, like UGK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of Outkast, you know, and Andre, huge inspiration for me, you know, once again. I see that. No, that Come I get on. that now. I yeah. mean, Andre three thousand uh, is first off. He's the best rapper ever. <laughs> wore dresses, wore makeup, wore wigs. You know, and he would talk about it on his albums, just like you know, people think I'm gay and that, that, that. But like, and people think we weird because we talking about aliens and all that shit. And he was from <laughs> the south. People forget about that. Like, you have to like bring that up when like it's twenty twenty now, and like. He's just like, black people can't do this. It's like, Andre 3000 is the best rapper, and he wore whatever the fuck he wanted to wear. Sorry. But yeah, yeah. Outkast, UGK, a lot of my dad just like smoking weed and playing me just yeah. like mad hip-hop records, man. And like, and my then my mom was a singer in a choir, so mm-hmm. she would play a lot of, you know, R&B and gospel records. So it was just a lot of like R&B gospel and then mad chopped and screwed. I don't know if you're familiar with chopped and screwed. Yeah, type of bro. Music. So, I yeah, so that's all. <laughs> like my dad would just get mad stoned and we would just ride out and, 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 and listen to music like that, man. Uh, and it connected with me, but it was never the music that I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. But I, I love it if you put on some UGK right. I'm actually reading a Pimp C book right now. So it's like... Rest in peace. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, a lot of Southern rap, bro. Yeah, yeah that, that was my sense. shit. Yeah, and then once I got into high school, I got into the internet, you know, and all that right. shit. But like, growing up, it was Southern shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you make it out of Texas? How were you able to start your music career? Um, I mean, I don't necessarily even see myself as making it out I just left you know huh. like you know it was more like I, I played a lot of shows from when I was 14 to 19 just booking my own shows and giving people CDs and stuff like that in high school but it wasn't cool to do mm-hmm. music um when you graduated in 2014 you know what I'm saying or when you were you know what I'm saying it wasn't like it was still like a, mm, you know like oh take my CD and it was like oh nigga like, <laughs> yeah, like what is that you know what I'm saying um <laughs> so, I would like kill the shows and I opened up from really good artists growing up but like I just more left because I was still and I wasn't even fully myself but I was still looked at as kind of like an outsider mm-hmm. so I knew LA or New York would be like the place so I could really expand and really find myself and mm-hmm. I chose LA right. so yeah I just kind of left I was never you know it wasn't like I was popping I was like I I was just like <laughs> I don't know if I can do it here and I just kind of right. like left bro was yeah. that like rough for your family then or yeah, well, I mean, it was rough for me. Like, oh, okay. honestly, I'm, like, just being, like, 19, 20 and, like, coming to Hollywood 
got you a know, banjo on your back. And yeah, <laughs> that like it was kind of that vibe, and I had two hundred dollars. <clears throat> it was strange, um, but it was it was rough for for me mostly, but just like it was rough for my family. But my family have always been just so you can't do anything, you can't do nothing. But the thing about that, when I made that decision, my mom was like, "Cool," okay. she supported it, mm-hmm. and I I will forever appreciate her for that because I couldn't go to parties I couldn't have girls over none of that I couldn't have homies over but when I was when I decided to chase my dream she was like all right that makes sense and something about that I was like all right cool right yeah if your family instilled anything into you what would it be honestly faith bro still like I mean that's more like with church too but honestly just having faith bro and just believing you know what I'm saying and and hard work honestly Mm -hmm. because I've been working since I was like 15 I always had a job. My mom always made sure we worked and maybe just hard work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. That makes sense. We have to like hold our shit down right. back home. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a jo- your job is to like, inspire your siblings also in a way? Or... A little bit. And, and and with the cause that I've been having, I for I like I talk to my family every other day. Mm. And like I said, it's a lot of them. Um, they don't say that to me. Right. But I they're watching everything and they and when they hear they're just like you're like every time they talk to me it's just like you're getting famous and i'm just like don't say that f word yeah. i just don't like that word but i'm they're just like like we see it and i'm just like all right you guys are being weird <laughs> um but, but like it's i i think they do see it and like you know i i don't we don't really talk about it much but i just try to show them that i'm doing okay by just like getting them stuff and mm-hmm. talking to them and being like you know just Live right. your life, you know, be free. Because, like, a lot of them are talented and a lot of them are smart. So I just try to, like, make sure I support them and right. whatever they're doing. If it's right. just they need a conversation or whatever, you know. So, but I, I think, yeah, they see it a little right. bit. Yeah. Did you grow up in, like, a supportive community at least? Or how was that? Because maybe... Yeah. A little, I mean, like a little bit, like, but the, again, it was like I was in high school doing mm. it. It's like I didn't wait till I was after college and was mm. like, you know, I'm gonna pursue music. It was like, so it was still a little weird, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't yeah. cool to be a musician, bro. Mm. It really wasn't. Uh, but my my dad was always supportive, and like my mom was supportive. But like, I had a few homies too. Like my homie Blazik, like held me down. But other than that, it was kind of it. Most yeah. of like a couple of friends in my family. Right, very supportive that's all you need yeah. when you're like coming up and like you're getting 150 views on your hot new hip hop page right. <laughs> all you need is like some friends and a couple of families yeah. like I can do this yeah yeah. which is kind of silly but it's like you need that blind faith bro Yeah, you need to be like a little bit crazy to wow. be like I'll just go to LA and make it happen yeah how that start out in LA like do you recommend that to people like some I think it's important to like emphasize like the grind and like people's journeys to yeah. actually get into music or any type of career that's not the normal nine to five job you know do i i mean i recommend it for sure if that's what makes you happy right. but it took for me and my my career is different from clear, clear like these up and coming artists now mm-hmm. who are just popping off mm-hmm. which is great but i had so much time to develop right. and that's why when labels see us now and the fans see us now they're just like wow what and i'm just i had i had a great team I work mad jobs. Mm. I have great songs from them jobs and stories. Yeah. And, like, you know, I lived a little bit to be able to, like, come out now. And I'm just, like, <clears throat> like kind of ready. Yeah. But that took, like, four and a half years. Right. For me, you know what I'm saying? I had truly time to develop and to, like, learn who I am and what yeah. I want to say and find my voice. A lot of artists don't get that. A lot yeah. of artists are 19 and they pop off. And people are like, why are they acting like an asshole? It's like they're 19. Yeah. And they got $2 million. Like, I was 19 and I had $50. Mm-hmm. 
that'll teach you something. <laughs> Especially sense. being in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, oh, I got to save my money. I got to eat once a day, and I got to spread it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I had true time to develop, you know, but I recommend if that what's make you feel free, that will make you feel alive, chasing that dream, going anywhere you need to go, do it. Yeah. Because we're only going to be young once. We're only going to live once. Like, not to sound corny, but it's so fucking real. Like, because I see homies that hit me now and they're just like, yo, I'm just like, I stuck it out. Yeah. And you just got to stick it out. That makes sense. It's so real. Like, it is real. <laughs> like, if you're a nice person, you're passionate, you can stick it out, you'll be, you might be all right. Might. <laughs> well, you gotta get you gotta yeah. get lucky. That's you gotta true. get lucky. It's fucked it's up. It's a little bit of luck too. It's yeah. fucked up, bro. Like, you gotta get lucky, but it's real. Yeah, it's real, bro. Like it's just like <laughs> so real though. What is the image you're trying to portray through yourself? You know, like when people think of you, what do you want them to think about you as? I'm gonna keep saying that. I just want them to feel completely free. Free. Completely freedom, bro. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want, bro. And like, and I know I say that word, and like. Especially, we've been saying that word for over how many years? I don't know. But it's like, I just want people to feel free, bro. And I still don't think people are. Right. So, that's all I want them to feel. So, do you believe in, like, the new slaves aspect? I mean, I think we all that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I went and got these, and I went and got some cute earrings. Like, that's not because, like, you know, it makes me feel sexy. Like, I got this vest, and, like, you know, I feel, I got these, you know. Hey. I feel cute as hell right now. Like, I, if, if I wasn't into the new slave aspect, I would just be, like, up here with a white tee and some drawers on, and I would be like, yeah. So, yeah, I fall into that. I have no shame to that, yeah. you know? Like, I'm young. Like, whatever. Yeah. But I also have a message of being, like, that makes me feel free. So, is that also wrong? Like, I don't know. I don't think it's You know, for me, it's like, nah. Right. Like, shit makes me feel fucking sexy. Hey. So, <laughs> why wouldn't I do it? And this man has gauges. I have not seen a black person with gauges. See, before. they're not. They're not gauges. They're not. They're just. They're just super like granny earrings. Oh, yeah. I see that now. Yeah, oh super, wow, yeah, yeah, dude, it's, this it's guy a, has two different earrings in too, and he's got dreads with the red hair at the bottom. Come on, man. Hey. Completely free though. I feel great. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> being what's the difference between L.A. and Texas when it comes to interacting with musicians because you probably were you do you did you feel like you're like a loner completely when you're making music in texas or were there like people that yeah you could like locals or like were there anyone was there anyone from like your city or anything that like blew up that you could look up to in a way i mean you know travis is from houston oh yeah yeah. travis yeah. is from houston and he was like weird mm-hmm. he's still weird that was very inspiring for me to see that but it's like the people that i was connected with was like older heads who was like very into screw music and i had one producer who took me in down in houston who i love and i appreciate to this day but it's like other than that people looked at i was younger i was like 14 15 everybody else was like 30 that's so weird though because people like that now like here in seattle at least <clears throat> Like, everyone, like, is excited when they see, like, a young musician, like, coming up. Dude, I mean... That's we, so weird. We got love. Like I said, I opened up for great artists. Like, yeah. I got a chance to do it, but it's like, I I wanted to, like, blow. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Not to sound stupid, but I was like, I don't know if it was going to happen there. Yeah, see, that's... I've been hearing that a lot. Like, people, like, older artists are, like, who have, like, maybe finally made it or on the track. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, dude, I, like, opened up for, like, Snoop Dogg or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I thought that was the moment I was going to blow. 
Which is I weird. Mean, yo, I mean, so I, the thing is for me, I, I, I didn't think I was going to blow at this point, but I knew I was on the right path because I was 16 or 17, opening up for the internet, mm-hmm. opened up for Pusha T. Hey. I opened up for Gambino at a festival. Like, I, I, I was getting some great spots, but I just right. I always saw the bigger picture and just being That's like, well, I'm going to just keep opening up for these artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's more like I needed to get into a scene and really be able to connect. Yeah. With like I'm how I'm doing now. Yeah. You know, which took years to understand yeah. that, but it's like I was looking for that thing. Yeah, instead of like keeping in Houston and being like but it's like in LA you can connect with people and people are just like it's so many artists too mm-hmm. there. So you're just like you're connecting with a person every day. Right. So it's it's a bit more like definitely than Houston. That makes sense. That's yeah, cool. it's like That's it's, cool. it's 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 cool, yeah, because you have artists and then like you become friends with somebody and then you guys get really close and then people are just blowing up left and right and right. you're in this friend group but it's like it keeps you so motivated because like if my big homie can do yeah. it I've been around so many great artists and it's mm-hmm. like I'm finally starting to get like my own little lane it's right. like I've been around <laughs> some crazy artists in the past few years that have blown up and it, it it's the most beautiful thing ever bro and it's like because right. I got to hop into that community and be like oh that's what's going on here you know what I'm saying so it's like it taught me my own confidence and shit like that so yeah that's dope. Yeah, man. Being in LA was, I really love it now. Yeah. More than like when I came and I was like working at shitty jobs and stuff. Like I really yeah. love it and really like understand it and connect with it on a way better level than I did at first. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Some good shit going on. What is some advice that you have for up and coming Seattle artists, creators, influencers? Um, just be yourself. Like keep working hard, stay passionate. Like just do your thing. Don't like. Just, like, don't get in your head about shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and stay in your own path. Stay in your own lane. You know, when you see something on Instagram and you get weird about it, you're like, yo, why is that not me? But, like, cut all that fuck shit out. You know what I'm saying? Like, be on your own lane. Be on your own path and fucking believe. Like, believe in yourself. Study the greats. You know, become a musical nerd. <laughs> so you can know, like, you know, just, like, know what you're talking about. Know what you're doing. And, um... If you have a message, stay with the message, try to grow. But if you're like one of these artists on the fast track trying to do something viral, do that to your fullest potential. Like either one, just do it to your best, like your best shit. Like, right. <laughs> like hey. not hating on nobody's <laughs> journey. Hey, that's so dope, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, yeah, I like your messages. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you, bro. Freedom. Hell, Be bro, yourself. That's all, bro. You know? That's all. And listen to Top Gun, because that shit bang. Yes. So yeah. What are some <laughs> final words you have for Seattle? Uh Shadow, I got mad heroes from here. Um, the homie is really cool. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to fuck this show up tonight. And um, I'll be back for a long time. Yes. So yeah. What is the easiest way to reach you? I Dwayne Jackson on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that. Follow me on Spotify, and uh, I have this community called the Circle. Um, that we're building. It's a small thing right now, but I think it's going to take over the world in a matter of a few years. And uh, yeah, peace and love, man. Yes. Straight up. This is DJ Blake and Dwayne. Thank you. Thank you, Blake. Appreciate you, bro. There we go. Yeah.